welcome to another episode of the Switched Narrative Podcast. The last time I did this intro, it wasn't the best, but it is now. If y'all been following this podcast, y'all know me as Dave, the stepdad. That's who I am. Next to me is my co-host, Paul. Paul, say what's up. What's happening? No, I'm not doing it in a whisper. It's ASMR, bro, doing this voice. <laughs> gotta do it. No, no. Be a team player. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we're gaining anime fans, and if you don't do it, we're losing it. <laughs> we already gaining it, regardless of the situation. We're losing it. They gonna say, fuck you, you're not a team player. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit, man. Come on. This is the best intro ever. Absolutely not, bro. <laughs> anyway, to everybody out there, thank you for joining us. We are the world's most hated podcast. So it's the narrative. And once again, I gotta introduce myself because this is very important. Dave, the stepdad. That's who I am. That's important. And I am ball. <laughs> B-U-L. Remember that. B-U-L. Okay, go ahead. So. <laughs> nigga killing me with this bullshit. I can't even... It's not bullshit. It's facts. Okay. My bad. I hope you don't plan on actually talking this way the entire podcast. Yes. No. That... I can talk this the whole no, please. We're, we're gaining a lot of anime fans and followers and supporters by talking like this. Oh. <laughs> Fine. Anyway. We're, never, we're never going to be anywhere in life because of this. Just because of you. <laughs> I try. I try. I try. I try. I really try, y'all. That's fine. So, Dave, how you been, bro? Man, I've been good, man. I'm I'm glad to be back on the podcast, man. I'm glad to be back on the air, man. Yeah, you know, I've been waiting for this. I wait for this all the time, to be honest with you. But but I'm I'm really excited because of the topics that we got to talk about. But uh, but uh, before I get there, the phrase of the day: jail is like a walk in the park. Three squares a day. Lots of friends, free gym membership, and all the books you can read. How you doing? Okay. Wonderful phrase. Wonderful phrase. Top five. Top five. Wonderful, wonderful phrase. Thank you. I'm glad you approved. Because you didn't approve ASMR. But okay, I'm glad you approved. So. One of the uh, one of the few things that we discussed before we got on air was um, talk a little louder. What the fuck did you just say? Talk a little louder. Oh, my bad. One of it's like no, I ain't gonna do all that. But one of the few things that we discussed before we got on air was uh, was Kevin Hart stand up. Now a lot of people. Had uh, I guess you would say more so bad reviews. I can't. Okay, say- well, wait, wait. So you go right into it. You don't even tell people we're talking about. You're telling what we talked about beforehand, but you're not going to tell the people what the subject is about. That's what you're saying to me. That's what I'm telling you right now. We talking about Kevin Hart. And but you didn't let the fans know that. You didn't let the people that's listening know that. I just, I just literally said like, yo, what we talked about before we got on air. But that's not saying the subject that we're talking about. There, there is no like, nigga. What are we doing? A fucking paper here? Is, is that? <laughs> are we doing a fucking essay here? No. Right, so the intro. You... So the intro. Like, right. All right. So just imagine you doing the paper. The intro is Kevin Hart's ad stand up. Zero fucks given. We're doing a review. I guess so. 
I guess. So you, can, you, 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 you sit the fuck back and let me take care of everything. Okay. Shut up and draw Rihanna. All right. <laughs> Listen, man. We are doing the st- Kevin Hart's stand up zero fucks given review. That's what we're talking about. We've wasted a lot of time. And I'm sorry. I just want to apologize for all my fans, ASMR fans out there. I try. Clearly, this is what happens when you get your host from Craigslist. I tried. You've been telling me that shit for years, though. Yeah, yeah man. With no lies told. But, Bull, yeah. tell me your reviews. Uh, if I had to be honest, man, it wasn't, you know what I mean? It's, it wasn't like up. So, of course, I'm going to look at anything he do for as far as stand-up wise with a grain of salt. I don't think it was bad. I mean, he had some quotable Jones on there, but I won't says i think to me it wasn't bad i think right now is a lot of people have been sick of kevin hart for like the last several years and it's only because like they keep seeing him and it seemed like to everybody he's regressing regressing in his uh in his comedy platform if you will you know what i'm saying it's not like it's not progressing like all right i will say and we had this conversation, Dave. I would say, like, Dave Chappelle is one of the few who is able to stand the test of time with any of his stand-ups, in my opinion. Anytime he come up with a stand-up, everybody in America is watching. Anytime Kevin Hart come up with a stand-up, it's like, eh. You know what I'm saying? It's that, it's that immediate reaction. It's not like, oh, I'm excited to see it. we like, yo, I'm watching it, but... I mean, if I got some shit to do, I can watch it later. Like, Dave Chappelle drawing, like, you want to be in the moment. Like, nothing to do. You want to watch that drawing from beginning to end. But with Kev drawing, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you always, you have that that shoulder shrug about Kev. And I think that's what this, this comedy, this new stand-up thing was about. It was more so of a shoulder shrug. It is eye-opening just to see that it just, his his comedic work hasn't really progressed anywhere, if that make any sense. What is your review on it, Dave? Uh, I, I agree um, to a degree. <laughs> um, it was funny. It wasn't, I mean, it was a lot of mixed reviews. It wasn't trash like, like, some people was making it out to be like that joint is completely ass. I don't think it was I don't think that was the case at all. I think it was funny. Some some parts was funny, but it wasn't just it wasn't it wasn't his best work, but it wasn't ass. Was it his worst? But all right, I'm gonna I'm a, not to cut you off, but you see how like when you was talking about it, you cut you gave it the shoulder shrug. And that's what um, a lot of people's reaction are towards it. I, I got big shoulders. I got big shoulders. Regardless of the situation, I'm not concerned about that. I'm just saying, like in general, because when you were talking about it, you made a shoulder shrug. Like, I, I got big shoulders. Go ahead, bro. Just go. Ahead. <laughs> I just got big shoulders, bro. That's all. Go. <laughs> I just, I just, I mean, I, I was, I, I think, I think the reason why people are upset about it is because. Of the expectations. If you're regressing and regressing, the expectations become less and lesser. Yeah. So if you're so if people were still if people still had the expectation of him, then it wouldn't be they wouldn't be shitting on him the way they're shitting on him. Yeah, I agree. I think they have the expectation of him as being the Kev Hart that we know and just like that we fell in love with. The one that made tears come out my eyes, it's like yeah, I don't know about this ball. <laughs> but it was funny, but it wasn't like how he how he would normally deliver. But he said it himself though. He said somebody asked him, Well, what are you gonna talk about? Are you gonna talk about your kids again? He's like, Well, yes, this is what I'm gonna talk about. Cause this is around his everyday life. Right. And I can't knock him for that. He's a different type of comedian. He can talk about I I'm not I don't know how many other comedians can talk about their kids on an 
everyday basis, as far as stand-up goes, yeah. on, on an every comedy special basis, and get away with it. Yeah. Like, his stand-ups is majority of his, his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Who can do that? Oh Regardless of how you feel about him, like, look at it like Jay. Yes, I'll compare him to Jay-Z of comedy as of right now, because Jay, he got older, and he started talking about this shit that he's dealing with when he's older. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Kev. I'm not saying he can't do other things. I'm not saying that at all because, like we talked about, like Dave Chappelle, he talks about some shit. But, but when I heard zero fucks giving, I'm thinking on some Dave Chappelle shit. That's what I'm thinking about. Like he's about to go in. He's really about to get canceled. Dave Chappelle was speaking about shit like he can do fuck, bro. Like, oh, you gonna, you gonna cancel me? He gonna make a joke about them canceling him. Right. Kevin Hart, he's still, he's still at the point where he has a, a hundred million thousand hundreds endorsements coming from all over. Right. Really. So he's still on that shit. Well, if, if I say this, this gonna take a big chunk of my change. This gonna take it. So like, he don't want to lose any sponsors because he's still getting sponsors out of the ass, bro. Right. I, that's that's what I think. Dave Chappelle is at the point of his career. He can never do stand up again and he'll be straight. Kevin Hart is at the point of his career where he don't have he don't have to do stand up, but he's doing it just to achieve a higher uh stepping stool in the game, in the industry, achieve a higher status in the industry, bro. It's not only he, he's done he's done it all. There's not a lot of comedians right now that has the platform or the sponsorship right now that kevin hart has like kevin is doing like he's producing movies i mean he he brought up you know what i'm saying like tiffany has and shit like that so it's like he he really went on to to piggyback what you said about the whole jay-z shit it's like he really on a business mongol type time you know what i'm saying it's not really yeah like he he got brought up from comedy yes but now it's like this is like the business Mongo Kev. And I think a lot of people are just like, eh, I mean, I don't I don't have to hear from you, bro. I mean, but it works both ways because you don't have to hear from Kev, but Kev don't have to do anything else and he'll be good. But because of so many sponsorships is coming at him, he's he's still I'm not gonna say he's like a puppet. But to a degree, he is. It's like, because I don't want to lose this shit. Right. It's like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was the king of, of, of not just basketball, of pop, bro. He was the king of pop. He's everywhere. I'm In this prime I'm talking about. Michael Jordan was a house nigga, dude. He was a house nigga. He kept his mouth shut about a lot of things. He was media trained about a lot of things. Like, he wasn't like LeBron. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm talking about this. Oh, this is trash. Donald Sturdy, this is trash. And LeBron was, he had sponsorships coming out the ass too, bro. Right. But you know what? He he spoke up on things. Even when it wasn't his place with the whole China situation, Daryl Morey saying, he still spoke on him. He had a lot of flack from that, but he still spoke on him. Right. Michael Jordan wasn't in that. Kevin Hart did when it came LeBron to. Wasn't scared. LeBron wasn't no. scared like how Michael, I feel like, well, I don't feel like Michael Jordan wasn't I don't think he was scared, but like you said, he was a house nigga where he mainly just was like, all right, whatever's involved with my circle, I'm going to deal with. But as far as everything else is going on in the world, ain't got shit to do with me for real, for real. And I feel as though Kevin Hart, to a degree, for the most part, for the most part, he's on that same type of time. It's like, man, listen, I already, already got my ass handed to me from from uh cheating i got my ass handed to me from the shit that i said years ago about gay people and i'm a different person and i mean it's like no matter what i say people are always gonna give me back but uh, a flat for it and it's like now when it comes to the stand-up i mean he's safe he's a safe comedian right they should probably go fuck yeah first of all you're not canceling they should Okay. The reason why you're not canceling Dave Chappelle because he's he's speaking. This all this has always been him, right? So you're not going to cancel him for something he's always 
than doing. I mean, he's not harming anybody. He has enough money where he don't need it anymore. He he does it for the love now. Right. Just like his last slash special. And listen, even with the fact that he got with his last special on his 30 minute special during the pandemic, he spoke about Candace Owens. Talking about her, if her pussy, I forgot what he said. Though. Damn, I'm like, yo, I'm pretty sure like her pussy stinks. I really don't know, but I'll, I'll call. You. He's like, yo, I'll let y'all know soon. <laughs> yeah, he called her a bitch. Like, yo, like he don't know. So that's what I'm saying. If if it's stand up, if if he if he was if he really cared about all of that, he would have never said that, bro. That's true. But in fairness, Dave don't have no sponsorships. He just, you know, what I mean, yes, he does. What it's not he's Dave Chappelle, bro. He has sponsors. It's just not as it's not as much as Kevin Hart. But even, right, when, right, but right, even right. when but even when Dave Chappelle was sponsorship, it's it's not known to the public. I'll say that. All right, all right, but listen, even when Dave Chappelle was at the height of his career, he was still being like that. He was still the same way. The first episode, the second episode of the Chappelle show, he said, I'm surprised we didn't get canceled yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, with, 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 with the whole, what was it, bro? Oh, Bayton Clayton, uh, Clayton, 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 Bixby. Clayton Bixby. Yeah, there you go. Like that was a racially sensitive episode. Like, how are you going to go head first with something as sensitive as that? But he did it because he don't give a fuck. Right. And they gave him. The, they gave him the creative platform, so he just went after it. Remember, that's the whole reason why he left Comedy Central in the first place because they wanted him to be more like them, and he ain't want to do it. do it. So what I'm saying is, to, to get back on the topic, Kevin Hart is a safe comedian. This is what you're gonna get from here on out. If he does any other stand-up, I guarantee you, this is what he's gonna get because as he gets older, not not older. I'm sorry, as he gets bigger. The jokes get less. The, the the jokes get safer. Yeah, I agree. When he wasn't as big, he was calling his son retarded. Right. You can't call your son retarded. He was doing all the head bobbling and all that. You're not doing that no more. No. Nah. I mean, I'm. I mean, our personally, is not wrong. It's 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 com- it's comedy. It's meant to right. be jokes. In the art of com, excuse me. In the art of comedy, you. I ain't gonna say you guys you supposed to do that, but I mean that's how you feel in that moment as you expressing your art. By all means, man. By all means. Yeah, it's, it's like like and he, like even though he was he was safe because he always spoke about his kids, but he was more raw with it, bro. Like I say, he was talking about his kid being retarded. He was talking about um was it was his uh his what was it, his son was it, his daughter fell off the bunk bed. Yeah, and he, he just no no his daughter kicked one of the kids off the bunk bed and 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 he was and and he was just making and he was just letting her know that she was in charge. Like he made an executive, she made the executive decision to get off my damn bed, and she kicked him out. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like it's raw stuff like that. Oh, uh, what is it? Um, he's babysitting. What what's going on over there? Get your foot out the pizza box. Like that's how niggas be babysitting. They don't really check when they kids. Right. He's saying that's what he does. All I'm saying is everything he's saying now is safe. Can't I mean? And even with the standard that he had, he said like he he was saying, "Oh no, bleep that out, bleep that out." When he was talking about the uh, the one arm, the the uh, the people with one arm and shit, yeah. left uh, left handed Lou or or whatever the case may be. He had one one arm. Yeah, and he's like he's like yeah. They want to cancel me. Then he was making fun about it, and then he said, "No, never mind, never mind." Yeah, He's like, "Fuck, I'm in my own home. Right. I'm in my own home. I can stay what I want." No, speak your mind. Right. Don't be. Don't be scared. Have more jokes like that. Don't be scared of the reaction that you're going to get because they're going <laughs> to judge you no matter what the fuck you say. I'm no expert, but based off of my favorite comedian, Dave Chappelle. It goes back and forth, honestly, between Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, to be honest with you. It goes back and forth. Um, but uh, as far as my favorite comedian right now, Dave Chappelle, when when if Dave Chappelle had a stand-up called Zero Fucks Given and it's in the comfort of his own home, you're gonna get what you think. Zero fucks given. 
Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Chris Rock, I'm going to say the same about Chris Rock. If Bernie Mac was alive, it would be the same way. <laughs> right. Bernie Mac would be the same way, bro. Don't be at the crib at your own comfort zone where you feel a thousand percent safe and your title is called Zero Fucks Given and you're playing it safe. I can't even get that. That was well said, bro. That was real, real well said, man. I feel like you. I feel like you did have some 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 fucks given because yeah. you was you was playing it safe mm-hmm. because you kept saying, "Nah, I I can't do it. I can't do it. No, I'm in a cover. I'm in my home. I can say what I want. Nah, right. Unless when he says, "Unless zero fucks given meant his wife and how women they care too much and men we don't have any zero fucks given." Because he did speak about that when he said that. That's what I'm saying. He had some quotables on that. You know what I mean? He had some real live quotable shit. And I I agree with what he said when he was speaking on that shit. Oh, yeah. I could. Yo, you're definitely like that. Yeah. I completely agree with that shit. Us men, we really don't care about a lot of shit. And women care the most about a lot of shit. So, I mean, that's just how the shit really been for for whether, you know, people agree with that shit or not. It's true. It's fucking true. From a fan, a fan perspective, right? If there, if a comedian like all the ones that I just said, Bernie Mac, Eddie Murphy, at that, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, the list goes on, bro. And I sit there and I, and matter of fact, let me just say Gary. Let me throw Gary Owens in there to make to to switch it up. You feel me? This is to switch up the the race. Let me throw Gary Owens in there, and they have uh, DC Young Fly. As far as a young bull, the young bull coming up. You feel me? That's the youngest, hottest comedian in the game, right? Any of them, and they and their title is called Zero Fucks Given, and they are at their own home, their own comfort of their home. What comes to your mind? That anybody say some wild shit and don't hold nothing back. That's the reason why I tuned in. Not just because it was Kevin Hart. I was gonna watch it regardless. But when I seen Kevin Hart, zero fucks given, I said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he's about to be. I think this is about to be some different. I'm like, "Oh, Dave Chappelle switched the narrative, and 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 he went in." Right. Kevin Hart's gonna do the same thing too. Expectations, bro. That can, yep. That can show any legacy in any any fashion of life, bro. I mean, any legacy in fashion of life, yo. Real shit. Uh, I thought I thought it was funny, bro, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it, it was. It was okay to me. It was okay. Yeah. For what is for what is worth, it was. I mean. If you if you are a big Kevin Hart fan, you know what I mean. You you should you know what I mean. It might be in your maybe your rewatch list, but I wouldn't. Me personally, I probably wouldn't rewatch it. Right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna just say I'm I'm gonna throw out like serious funny, right? Okay. I'm expecting Kevin Hart to have me in tears because it's called serious funny. He had me in tears. I'm expect when Kevin Hart is swinging about what was it? I'm a uh, Kevin Hart. I'm a grown little man. Yeah, I'm expecting him to kill about his height, and he did. That was the one where he was like, "The Oscars were facing this way, but my body was facing this way." Mm-hmm. Like the Oscars were going as fast as the car, and that was hilarious. You feel me? Um, right. Laugh at the same thing. With, the same thing with laugh at my pain and irresponsible. Right. I'm I'm expecting him to kill about his life that would happen. What why we're laughing at your pain because you went through times with your kids or your wife or or the shit you got into with social media. The same thing, ir- irresponsible. The same exact thing. Right. You feel me? That's what I'm. That's what I'm expecting. When it comes to what now, I don't know. The only thing that came to my mind was, what are you going to do now? But I wasn't expecting to laugh as hard as I did with all the other ones. So when I see Kevin Hart zero fucks given, I'm expecting the same expectations as I had with all the other ones that I made besides what now. 
I understand that. And it let me down. It did. I liked it. I laughed. It was funny, but it let me down as far as expectations. I agree, bro. I, I got comedy fish. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, twisting the podcast. Well, since we're speaking about reviews, why not? Let's talk about six nine, the saga. Danny Hernandez. <laughs> That's my guy. Daniel Hernandez. That is That's you. my dog. That is your boy. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm a I'm a fan of 6ix9ine because he's an amazing troll. I'm a fan of 6ix9ine because he has puppets. People gravitate to what the fuck he says. They said they believe whatever he says is Bible. They just go along with anything. He don't give a fuck about life. I mean, not about life. He don't give a fuck about what people think. And I love that about him. Yeah, the, oh, he is snitching. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm not in these streets. So I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with what he did. I do not. But what I but what I do, I mean what, what I mean by what he did was I don't agree with him snitching at all. But I do understand. And the only reason why I understand is because they said it out their own mouth. Shoddy and all them other people. Jim Jones, they said it all out of their own mouth. They was using him to bring their name up, and they know he wasn't about that life. So if you know he's a square, and you know he's only doing it for clout, because this is what they said, yeah. not just in the documentary, but besides that, um, you know he's only here for clout. You know you're only here to bring your name up. What the fuck do you expect when shit gets real? What do you expect? You expect nothing but the yeah, your honor. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yes, your honor. He did that. Yep. He had pink boxes on that day. I remember because I was laughing at him. Of course, he's going to sing. Of course, he's going to tell everything plus more. Every piece of hair that comes out, he's telling because he's a square. He's only doing it for clout. And y'all know this, man. So as far as that goes, I don't really care. Like, listen, I'm a square. I got a family. I'm not I'm not being part of that. You know what I mean, but you know I'm a square. So I mean, you can't get mad at a nigga that's not a street nigga, that's not a hood nigga to snitch on. He's not. And you knew he wasn't. Y'all all knew he wasn't. But you can get mad if I am about that life and I snitch. So that's just what I'm saying, bro. As far as the snitching aspect, so that's why I don't really put too much I don't really put too much stock in him snitching because everyone knew he wasn't he wasn't part of that. And his own Squad said the same thing before he even got booked. But outside of that, he's a fucking genius, bro. He's a marketing genius. If I could make, if I could start a label with a with an artist, it would be him. Him or Lil Baby. <laughs> Maybe six now only because he's a marketing genius. That's all. <sighs> now. Nigga, <laughs> that is your boy. And you said a lot, you know, going towards it. My initial reaction was... Niggas, every off, black, he got the stiff, he got... I'm done, bro. The, the nigga... The, the nigga really did everything that you just said. He, from the very beginning of that documentary, he started off wearing them crazy-ass shirts. Where he the one joint he had he had he had pussy on the front and eater on the back eater six nine in the back like so just from the clothes that he was wearing alone like the nigga had hats that said HIV he had shirts that said STDs like that like from from the very beginning for a for real from the very beginning all he was looking for was attention that's all he looked for throughout this his entire life for a for real. His entire life, he just wanted to be known for something. So, when they started talking about his rap shit, and he used a he used a tactic in which he brought into the situation of anime when he did the whole when he was having like different names that that stuck out in the, in the anime world. That's where it kind of really started and shit. When they had to, and I and the crazy thing is, I will say. 
when he did the little scum gang joint and, and the scum joint standing for uh society can't understand me that was that was good that was a, a cool ass name to me now i wasn't even even mad at that him and the, uh i forgot what the bull name was but he's a he was a local new york rapper too but over time though you know he started ego tripping thinking like the whole scum gang joint was just it was just him and that's it and he was trying to do everything in America to try to get known. That way, that was a very informational documentary, and I and I say that to say, I didn't know he went out of the country and started doing music with yep. uh, Slovakian rappers and shit. I didn't know he went to Germany to see what yep. the whole uh, SoundCloud shit was. SoundCloud was meant for DJs. It wasn't meant for. It wasn't meant for artists and shit. That's that's what the, the creator and the CEO of, of SoundCloud even said. He like, yo, that was the SoundCloud was mainly made for DJs. It was not meant for artists. And he and he felt a little shook about it because he, he would say um like rappers would blow up from 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 SoundCloud and then either they had got booked or they got got killed so he was just like man I, I don't really know how to really deal with it and then when Takashi came up it was like wow <laughs> the funny shit was when uh when they made what was the little uh gooba whatever fucking shit called like when he first really started popping he said <laughs> he said I can imagine Takashi really going to the bodega buying all the red bandanas in the store and just handing niggas bandanas like yo this is what the fuck I want y'all to do in the video and shit. You mean gummo? Yeah, gumbo. Like I said, I I'm not. I wasn't too. I'm still not in tune with anything that Six Nine did. But I had to see this documentary to really. Oh, I had to see that the documentary to go really. I guess I guess you would say like understand. Understand. Yeah, like to really understand where the fucking bro. He's always been a troll. He always been a troll. Even before he blew up. It just got worse because he had a platform. So he had a platform to even to troll even harder, bro. He's always been a troll. And I didn't even know um he was abusing his BM either. He was abusing his BM before he had blew up too. So you know what I mean the, the simple fact that the whole, you know, the the 13-year-old the girl that was that came up in one of the video shoots and they know they was 13 and you know what I mean, he was videotaping the whole situation, uh, putting out on social media and all that shit. It became like, like anything that he did, motherfuckers was paying attention to it. He's a market. He was a marketing genius because I like he. It's two things. It was the shock value and the trolling that he did. Because before Takashi, nobody was having in their bright mind to have a. A fucking rainbow colored hair, you know what I mean? Like rainbow colored hair, rainbow. They did, bro. Drills, like nobody, bro. Not not as far as rainbow color, but but they was outlandish like that, like 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 this Marilyn Manson worshiping the devil. Yeah, yeah. Ozzy, uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne fighting, fighting the damn bat off his head about outlandish stuff like that. That's what it was. It was Ozzy Osbourne, Marilyn Manson, right, and now it's not. No, but just think about just in the aspect of the rap game. They never, oh, yeah, yeah. And the rap game, they never had no shit like that. You can talk about like right. rock and roll and, 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 and hardcore rock and all that extra shit. That's all right. I guess for me, it's kind of expected. But in yeah. rap, it's kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? It always had the, the chill vibe of it. For, for, they didn't have, it didn't really. Go super, super outlandish until, like, maybe I guess you would say, you know, for real, for real. But Eminem didn't have the, the idea to motherfucking dye his whole fucking head rainbow and then put a fucking uh, a number on his goddamn forehead. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I knew all about like the things that you didn't know. I, I've been through that about six and nine because I've been, I've been a fan since Gummo. I mean, excuse me. I've been a fan since. He was the nigga. He was, uh, it was like years ago, where uh, he was the first nigga, the original nigga who pedigreed the girl while he was smoking. Weed. I'm like, yo, I didn't even know that was him. Yeah, I didn't know that was him either until my man 
uh, main event. Shout out to main event. Drop his gear. Beatthestereotype.com at main event music. But um, yeah, uh, he the one that sent that to me, and I and I that was when, as he said, when Vibe was popping. I didn't know that was something at the time. He just know I'm a huge wrestling fan, right? And he thought that was funny. So yeah, I was in tears. Right. And then once tears too, I was in that, tears too when I first seen this shit. I was like, <clears throat> when I seen the documentary, I was like, yo, that was him. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Though. I I've, I've been a fan since Gummo, and Maine sent that to me before that. So once I seen it again, like once I seen Six Nine, I said that was the boy that Maine sent me. Oh, that right. Yeah, I knew I knew about him blowing up overseas. But again, shout out to my man Tut at Incredible Tut. That's B U L Tut. And I'm saying this because he's over there getting his thing popping in Brazil. Yeah, I mean he's not he's not doing no clout. He ain't doing none of that. Oh, but that's what made me think about him because once I heard that he was um, performing overseas. I thought about uh, Tut because Tut is getting some love in Brazil. As he should. As that's what that's what made me think about him. So yeah, bro. I'm like, damn. So I see what this nigga Tut been talking about, bro. Doing my thing overseas, getting a lot of love. I'm like, and like, yo, you lock this shit down, man. Bring this shit back to the states. Right. It takes, you know, uh, like uh, Takashi. It took him a little time to actually insane to even get. Like, when it, when he was in the states, it, it just so happened to be that um, it happened to be that that video. But beforehand, he did a song with Trippy Red and shit. Then once Trippy Red found out about the whole thirteen year old girl situation, he was like, yeah. I ain't fucking with both. Yeah, I didn't even know what was the joint gumbo. I didn't even know that was a diss. Gumbo, Red, bro. I didn't even know that was a diss of Trippy Red. Yep. Never. No, it's gummo, not like gumbo. Like your mama, made, like your grandmama made some good gumbo. It's gummo, or the L G U M M O. Look, you would you would know more than I would. It's not about that. It's about the fact that he said the whole thing, gumbo, not gumbo. I, I don't care. I don't. Yeah, listen, nigga. <laughs> I, don't I don't care. For <laughs> I just know the song started with a G, and that was the main reason why he was popping. And then he would he would come out with songs like every two weeks, and he just would get like views on views on views, like. But uh, I I started fucking with him on some real shit, bro. I started fucking with him because he's a troll. But once I got past that, the fact that that's what scum gained stand for, society can't understand me. I say the same shit about myself, bro. The code of personality, the voice of the voiceless. I say shit that people are scared to say or 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 don't want to say because it's politically correct. Well, because of the politically correct world that we live in. Yeah, you know I mean, like I, I, I say the things that's unpopular. I'm cool with that. That's me, though. You feel what I'm saying? And I teach my son to be the same exact way. And because because you you shouldn't have to hold your you should have to hold your tongue. You should be able to be yourself. But even let me get deeper into that though. But it didn't start with him. It started with AI. Because AI wore the braids. AI was himself. He wasn't no house nigga. He was he was a villain. He knew it. He walked and talked. Act and dress whatever way that he wanted, and a fucking NBA blackballed him because of that. But he stood tall, though. You know that old saying, bro: "You stay for something, or you die for nothing." Right. That's what he did. That's what he did, and that's what got me. Oh, and he also said the most amazing quote that I will never forget in my life, bro. He said, "The hardest thing to do in life is to be yourself." Goddamn, bro. That's real. You know how many people commit suicide because they can't beat themselves? People, that's why people are in the closet now because they're scared of what other people are going to think. I can go on and on, bro, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's why I'm the way that's, come on, bro. You know me, bro. You know I'm off the rockers, bro. I'm shout out. You know I mean, like, you can, you, I'm the type of person, shout out to my man, Day. I call that nigga bloodbath. That's another conversation. He said, yo, I can take you everywhere, but I can't take you nowhere because <laughs> of who I am. And that's what AI is, bro. That's what 6ix9ine is, bro. And let's go back to the previous conversation about the Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart comparison. Dave Chappelle, he, that's who he is, bro. He's speaking his mind. Shit about none of that? About, about none of that politically correct shit? 
But that's just what it is, man. That's that's the reason why I respect them on the surface of society can't understand me. Because when you got people that's that's free of who they are and not really and they're not judgmental people, they just who they are, they don't care what, what, what the world thinks, they are the people that you can't understand. Why are you doing this? Because it's not cool, or because the other person might think you weird, or because that person might not, not, not might not accept you. I'm gonna be who I am. You gonna accept it or not? Right. That that's the that's the simple way to explain society can't understand my man AI. So I'm gonna be who I am, regardless if you like it or not. You either accept it or not. So that's when I started actually respecting him as like a person because of this uh society can't understand meshes and six nine. I don't know why they didn't put that on there, but six nine that means. It depends on how you view it. It could be a six or it could be a nine. It really depends, huh? Explained on what scum means, but the thing is, though, it's just no, 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 no. I'm talking about six nine. Well, they he wasn't even involved. He wasn't even involved with the fucking interview for, for Jesus Christ, bro. I'm talking about the number six nine. Oh, what it meant? I mean, he just—it seemed like he just had an infection with that fucking number, bro. No, bro. No, I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The number six nine just means it depends on how you see it. It depends on how you view it, bro. It's because you you know it's a six, you turn over, it's a nine. But which one is? Is it a six or a nine? That's just what that that's that's what it means. It just depends on how you view it. You know your 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 interpretation of whatever it is. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to make that nigga sound like he's like some real deep intelligent nigga but when you well, when you talk about scum game and when you talk about the work the the letter the number six nine and that's depending on how you view it yes i respect the wolf from that because it's always different aspects bro it's always different sides of a story and i'm always talking about that bro shit our, our segment is uh, uh two sides of a story we'll get we'll get into that we'll get into that soon but yeah that's that's our, our segment bro because it's not all, always about it's not always about of how you how you view it, bro. There's another side to it. So that's how. And us. That's how. Now nah, go ahead, bro. You, you go. You go, bro. Uh, I, was to, um, <laughs> I was. I was just saying. I was saying that's that's how I started. Like I already liked his music because he was different. I'm not saying he's a lyricist, not like that. But I definitely like the way he put songs together. And then when I found out what Scum Game meant and what 6ix9ine meant, I started liking him. Not as a person like that, but I started to become a fan. And he's a troll and I'm a troll. So it's like, that's the reason why I fuck with him. Yeah, I, I just, I can't never get into him. That's just me. I, I was kept um, all that. <laughs> I can't get into him, man. Fuck that nigga. I can't get I can't get into his shit. And you know, when they was interviewing the uh the boy and his and his wife, he was like uh you know what I mean they was like, yo, my music is trash, but my video would be fire. And that could be possibly the, the, the truth and what the fuck he was trying to do for for he his visual he, he definitely had his, his visual game on lock. But what I wanted to say is I see why Jim Jones was heavily involved with the whole situation because I didn't know when snit when uh six nine snitched on uh, on a on a trailway bloods one of them was male murder now you may not have heard of him but the reason why i know him is because i, I used to be heavily w- uh, involved with listening to dipset a lot and jim jones dipset 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 no shit and Jim Jones had he tried to make his own group called uh MOB members of Bird Gang and Mel his rap name was Mel Matrix, but in the streets they call him Mel Murder and shit. So when I had seen that he was involved in the shit, I was like, wow, like this shit crazy. Uh Dave, your 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 mic is muted, bro. Yes, I knew that. I was just running some water, and I didn't want the water to be in the background. Okay, my bad. But yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't know. I didn't know he that Mel Murder was a part of that shit. So you know what I'm saying. It was just a whole situation. And you know what the crazy thing is too. The driver was a fucking informant. <laughs> the driver George was a fucking informant that entire time, bro. Like that. That shit. I wasn't shocked by it, but I guess like. For the time being, because you know he he really didn't stand out. So of course, like 
most of the niggas wouldn't even have known anyway. So even if Takashi didn't snitch, it would have been him. It would have been yeah. him. Yeah, I knew all that too, man. Yeah, I, all it, that is, it would have been him, regardless of the situation. See, I think it's cool. I think it's cool for people like yourself to check out the documentary and find out things that you ain't know. But like I said, I've I've been I've, I've definitely been a fan of him, so I already knew all of that shit, bro. You know what I mean? So I, I look at it like I'm, I'm not. This is a really trans comparison, bro. I look at him like what people were saying uh, the last dance when they was like, "Man, this ain't nothing that I already knew already. I knew all of this." It's it's the same way how I look at this, bro. I'm not again. I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan. No, I'm just I'm, saying what, what people I, I, I were saying. See the scenario, what you're saying is is just the the, the abundance of information that you yeah. gather. You ain't gonna know a certain. You're not gonna learn everything. Like it's. I feel like that's why I love documentary so much is because yeah, you might you may be able to read it, but sometimes like when that person, if the person is involved with the documentary, or even if they not, you know what I mean, just to hear different people talk about a certain subject that you might have never known for real, for real. And I didn't I did not know you was invested into documentaries like that. Yeah, I, I really I really, really love documentaries. Like I you know, I used to always watch like um like investigation discovery for for that. Oh, that's my shit, dog. Don't get me started, bro. Don't get me that's, started. That's bro. equivalent to like a documentary show because you just learn about all these murders that be happening all across America or even just in the world in general. And you know, what I mean, you hear the sides of the of the the person who survived it or the people who was involved in the shit. You know, what I'm saying like that. That's real intriguing to me, bro. Don't get me started on that. That's my shit, bro. That is my shit. Bro, I told I told my sister because I had because I have I had my nephew over over right, mm-hmm. and for a while I I ain't want to take him back. I still wanted him. I told my sister for a brief moment I thought about killing her so I can keep my nephew. And I said I said this goddamn ID channel, yo. Why the fuck, Why the fuck would you say that? I, I had a little razzle dazzle, bro. I had a little razzle dazzle. Nigga, you you wild for that one. I asked him. I asked him if he wanted to live with me. He said yes. I said cool, and I told her that he wanted to live with me, and she said no. I want him back, and I said, well, you know what? And I had a quick little, I had a quick little plot coming in my head. I'm gonna kill her ass, and I'm gonna keep, and I'm gonna keep my nephews. And I was like, wait a minute, I gotta stop watching ID channel. You gonna be right on the ID channel, nigga? Watch, and I'm. So you're trying to tell me after watching that damn show, you never had any thought in your mind about killing your girl or anybody else? No, bro. No, you were you a damn lie. This shit is over with now. I'm you not a fucking liar. I'm you're not. a fucking liar. Everybody, no. everybody I have no. ever met in my life see, that loves that channel. You are not everybody. I am not everybody. That doesn't. <laughs> your shit, your thoughts does not apply to me when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking. What's, what's your woman right there? No, that's not. That's not the point of this conversation at all. The point of this conversation is the point of this conversation is that you, because you watch ID, that you like. Oh shit! Well, I I had a couple thoughts. Yeah, I did mainly for information, not to be. Yeah, exactly. It made for information. Yeah, information, (laughs) but not to be like you know what? I should pull this shit off. Well, listen. When you first had a, have you ever had an iPhone? No. Yeah. When you have you ever heard of anybody actually when they first had an iPhone? Right. I'm not talking about the new iPhone. When I first first came out, the first couple generations. Well, then niggas ain't never asked ask Siri how to hide a dead body. No. Oh my gosh, you're a bitch. I'll be a bitch today. I can't tell you how many how many people I have came across. And I'm not talking about oh, I'm in the street. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about nigga, you need to stop. There's a lot of people you need to stop hanging across. Uh, I'm not even listen. I meet people every day, all walks of life. So I'm not just talking about the streets. I'm just saying I can't tell you how many times I heard. Hey yo, hey yo, listen to this. Hey Siri, where's the best place to hide a dead body? How can I hide a dead body? All right, whatever then. You know what it is because you want me to get cancer. 
You want to take all the bread. You want to take all the profits. That's what it is. No, no Dave. No. That's exactly what it is. No, it's not. No. But you know what? Fine. Fuck this then. How about this? We'll end it off on this, bro. Okay. Ashanti, Keisha Coles versus Battle. Neither. <laughs> I don't care. The answer, the answer from the answer for me is neither. The answer for me is I just want to see Ashanti. That's it. Yes, I I can have it on mute. I just want to see how she looks. (laughs) Thank you for your your honest opinion on it. (laughs) I I think Keisha Coles has better hits, but I'm not here for it. I'm here to see Ashanti. Again, we we like to everybody that's listening. We like to thank. Dave to step there for his honest opinion on this upcoming versus battle. I will not be watching because I don't give a fuck about it, honestly. I don't either. But I'm going to call you political uh, political bull because you had all the... You're, you're media trained, fucking Will uh, Smith. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I just don't have them thoughts. I ain't got... Okay. I, we, we can get into some deep shit, but I don't, I don't have no thoughts about killing some fucking body. No, but but you you shot the fuck up. Oh, you motherfucker! Man. That's what you want to do. You want to act like you this goody two shoe motherfucker? Then that's okay. Then you hey, shot the motherfucker. He said something. My life is my life is full of sin. I ain't scared to say it. Okay, I can't talk about this by this podcast. Yeah, episode. My life is full of sins and tries. <laughs> you can't succeed in life unless you fail first. All right. Well, clearly I'm the one that's going to get canceled. He's not. So. Fuck it. So does it even matter if I give up my socials or not? I mean. By all means, you know, you got to plug in the shit. Fuck my socials since I want to get canceled. Um, You can holler at. I'm not doing it. I'm plugging in Incredible Tut, S-B-U-L, Tut. And at main event music. If it's, if it's not main event music, then I'm sorry. But it's main event. It's the fat, tall, black guy with glasses. Um, I'm the fat, short guy with glasses. Um, he's a tall, fat guy with glasses. Beat the stereotype. Um, clothing gear. That's what you should follow. Don't follow me because I'm getting canceled anyway. Fuck me. My name is Ball. You can follow me on Instagram at Tracy T R E. S O N underscore red and on Twitter is T R E S O N underscore red 15 on Twitter. And if you want to listen to this episode, I advise you not to if you made it this far, but whatever. If if you want to listen to more of these episodes, catch up catch us on all major <laughs> podcast platforms. Spotify, Apple, and all the other good shit. Twist the narrative. If you listen to this and and Dave, the step that happened to be canceled, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) On behalf of the Switch the Narrative podcast, I am Ball, B-U-L, and that's Dave, the step that we will see you motherfuckers next week. And come back. (laughs) Canceled. So I guess I should reimburse you for all of the money that you sent. Because I'm getting canceled. (laughs) You don't know shit about this cancel shit, man. Fuck them niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs>